Hey, I'm Sarah. I'm Chloe. Welcome to Warriors, Bards, and Brews. Um, this is a first for us, I think, because we actually pre-watched the episode. We did. And we took, well, you took notes. We felt like we wanted to do the episode justice, because it's a pretty heavy one. It's pretty important to the Xenopantheon. Yep. So yeah, so but rather than just like kind of being dumbfounded and watching it and just having Chloe cry for forty five minutes, um, we actually you know did research. I still like grown I, ups. I still cried. You're still gonna cry. It's probably again. Yes. Yep. That's how it always works with you. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, sorry for the delay. We were busy with podcast stuff, and then we were very tired because we're not extroverts, and the podcast festival made us very tired. But it was very fun. Yeah. So. I think we actually rocked the podcast festival. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, thank you to everybody who came out to see us or chat with us or come watch our live episode. That was hilarious. <laughs> we know at least one of our regular listeners who's local came out to. Yeah, see that was the it. Was so cool to meet you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and if all goes well, we may be doing that again. Something similar. We'll keep you posted. Um, so. Where are we going to start? We're going to start with the, the the thing that broke on Twitter this week. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we woke up to. Uh, was it Wednesday? Of just our friends just screeching in the group chat about uh, um, a Xena writer commenting on Supercorp. Mm-hmm. So Heather Hogan, who writes for Autostraddle, uh, tweeted... Look, if Supergirl's writers don't realize they're writing an epic star-crossed queer love story at this point, I don't even know what to say. This is fucking bananas. I don't even know if I'm as gay as Lena Luthor at this point. And then someone else responded, This is some early seasons of Xena kind of shit right here, friend. In quotation marks. Yeah, and then another person said, So that was Samantha Johnson, and then another person, uh, Rennie, says... This feels like Xena's season six in which Julius Caesar rewrites time to make Xena his wife, but one look at Gabrielle, who is a writer in this timeline, has Xena willing to die for her. And then Catherine, is it Fugate? Yep. Says, commented and said, I wrote that episode and I see so many similarities in the writing of Supergirl, and yes, writers are always aware. Which is hilarious to me, because I'm like, if the Xena writers are calling out the Supergirl writers, I'm like, y'all got some gay shit going on there, guys. (laughs) And she goes on to say that sometimes characters don't start out one way, but the their chemistry, you know, eventually makes them into a thing. Yeah. But the writers have to decide what to do. And and she makes the point too, like there is there is a showrunner, there's a network, there is stuff to, to keep in, in mind and, and consider. I mean that's the thing, right? I I mean, Supergirl the show already has one queer woman uh, one WLW relationship and they're just say lesbians lesbian relationship (laughs) they already have one lesbian relationship but that's not to say they can't have two relationships that are queer I know but my the reason I didn't (laughs) say lesbian is because Lena and Kara are not lesbians no but that's not something they they already have one lesbian relationship so they can't have like another queer woman relationship Um, but who's to say they can't though it's just like the 90s when they wouldn't play Tori Amos in the same radio station they were playing Sarah McLaughlin like you have one I mean (laughs) that's all you get I'm not saying they can't but I'm saying they're probably thinking that they can't because then all the straight people who watch the show are going to be like oh my god too many gays you've surpassed your gay quota yeah but if you do things for the gays we will be loyal to you forever oh, yeah we, we're so, doing a fucking xena podcast in the year of lesbian jesus 2019 so i pers- give the gays what we want <laughs> yeah. so i personally think they should totally go for it and of course. i think that it would work but i'm just 
positing that the writers might be a bit fearful of how that might turn out for them. Yeah, and I mean, the, the statement about chemistry is very true. I mean, Katie McGrath has chemistry with a mop. Yeah, but she has particularly strong chemistry with Melissa Benwist. Yes. Um, Sorry, I just got distracted thinking about Katie McGrath. <laughs> Uh, f- just just on the off chance, we know a lesbian who knows a lesbian. Um, if anybody is listening who works in Vancouver in the film industry would like to put us in touch with Miss McGrath, um, I would love to have a chat with her for the podcast about Supercorp. Mm-hmm. We would, you know, be a little bit more professional in that. Yeah, no, we would be on our floor. <laughs> yeah, we would not invite her to uh, <laughs> the Fortress of Solitude. We call her apartment uh, and have our cat screaming at her. We would go to, like, we'd have a studio booked and we would be a professional. Um, um, I, I realize this is, like, a massive pipe dream and oh, it's God, not yeah. going to happen. But, you know, but I would, well seriously, throw it out. I'll throw it out there. Ask the universe. Um, Katie and Kyler, I would love to have, oh, and, and Azzy, I'd love to have one or all three of them as a guest just to talk about representation in the show and feminism. Um and because uh, Katie McGrath uh, sent a very lovely handwritten personal note on like fucking monogrammed stationery nice. to the Supercorp zine people. Amazing. Which I saw, and she has very nice penmanship. <laughs> <laughs> of course she does. Of course she does. It's Katie McGrath. Of course she would. Um, but yeah, if we know a lesbian and knows a lesbian, um, give us some info because that would be really cool. <laughs> just throwing it out there. Yeah, just just why not? Uh, I think part of what I found particularly heartbreaking about the Supercorp scene uh, in the last episode of Supergirl with the the betrayal is that it kind of does like everybody's been saying, parallel Xena, in case you didn't realize, the episode we're doing is Maternal Instincts! Because <laughs> that's fun and chipper and happy to get right back into it after we took a small hiatus for the festival. Yeah, I was uh, I forgot how devastating it truly is and I was very upset when we watched it the other day <laughs> so I'm ready to be devastated all over again. But yeah, I mean, in this episode um, you know Xena is just devastated because, I mean, well, obviously because she loses her son. Yes, take a drink every time Chloe says devastated. <laughs> devastated. Um, <laughs> but um, she's particularly upset because, you know, not only has she lost her son, but she's lost her son because her, you know, main love basically has betrayed her and pretty much the worst way that she could be- betray her. She, yes question though when do we find out about the green dragon when she killed him because doesn't that come up later too uh, i think it comes out in the bittersweet oh, fuck. i could be wrong um As, oh is can we can we announce that we have a guest for the bittersweet yes we're having our friend yes. jamie on who uh was here to discuss a previous episode yeah, so we're i forget which one i can't remember right now either but it's a lot of fun and jamie's really good for like film nerd stuff so yeah. i'm very excited to have her on with the bittersweet which is great because i'm gonna need help mm-hmm <laughs> Anyway, in Returnal Instincts, Xena is furious with Gabrielle, mm-hmm. and in, then going into the bittersweet, we have Xena dragging Gabrielle behind a horse and almost throwing her off a cliff, which is really upsetting and quite violent. And in this last episode of Supergirl, Lena literally traps Kara in an ice prison that's filled with kryptonite yep. um, because. Sort the, be- of the betrayals come out. The betrayals come out. She's told her that, she, no, actually, she doesn't really forgive her for betraying her and not telling her a true identity for all this time. And then she's really, really mad and does this to Kara, and Kara's just left weeping alone in her ice prison with kryptonite flowing through her veins at yeah. the end, and it's really upsetting. Yeah, you were also fine watching that this episode, too. No. <laughs> I watched that twice, too, because I'm masochistic. 
Um, but yeah, so speaking of superheroes, if you want something that's a little lighter at times, um, sometimes, I sometimes. guess, sometimes, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, we've been marathoning that. Yeah, we've actually, it's funny because you and I had a conversation probably about a month and a half ago where we were talking about how Xena has that specific spirit and it's like part of this whole fantasy adventure thing that used to happen in the 90s on TV a lot. And then we realized that Legends of Tomorrow is a little bit... It's, of, it's the same kind of vein, yeah. It's a little bit almost like a successor. It's It's not as dear to me but i really enjoy it and there's a lot of similarities in tone and there's the wild like like, tonal shifts between like the high camp and then like the absolute heart-wrenching stuff i mean like they go from like dinosaurs chasing ray to like you know extreme death and you know (laughs) like one of their members dying yeah it's, it's it's very it's totally it's very similar to xena i think that's partially why we've both kind of latched onto it so much and why we're like really marathoning through it to catch up with where it's at now um also uh katie lots if you want to hang out and be on a podcast because you're also in vancouver one thing that uh, legends also does is it basically they're literal time travelers so they're all, all going all over yeah. the time periods <laughs> uh they really like to mess with mythology a bit so oh yeah yeah really kind of sister shows yeah, it's very yeah. very similar. Um, and yeah, which is which is great. Um, yeah, Jess, Jess, um, Sarah, Sarah, and what's her name, Ava. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you want to be on the podcast too, just yeah, just give us a call, hit us up. Yeah, <laughs> we have an email address. You can do that. Uh, <laughs> Wbpodcast one at gmail dot com. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know we're gonna hashtag the fuck out of this with like every single actress's name on these shows, just to be like maybe you'll search yourself and you'll listen to our podcast. <laughs> Because uh, you know damn well they'll have Google alerts on for themselves. <laughs> I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just saying, like, please, I would. please be on our podcast. Um, yeah, so you want to fire up uh, this lovely, happy episode of Paternal Instincts? <laughs> Help. Just the just the, se- the series of pictures here for what's coming up. Maternal Instincts, the bittersweet, one against an army, and forgiven. I'm just like, wow. Like, God really put us through the ringer here. Yeah. Also, like, the- they could have picked... I think this is the best picture for the uh, the bittersweet Kalisto in that fucking hat. Because that is the only thing I remember from this episode. <laughs> the weird tarot card outfits, yeah. Oh, God. All right, maternal instincts. Okay. You ready to cry? I am. Every time Chloe sniffles, take a drink. Remember how it looked the last time we were here? So they're going to the... Centaur village. Centaur village. To see One Solon. Year, two months and days. More horse discourse. I can't get over the horse thing. No. Like... After all, I mean, they're very tall, so they are hard to get over. I know, but Ebony <laughs> fucked a dude with a horse body. I mean, that's like that's. The, I don't that, know. That's, that's that's the horse discourse. That's the reality of the situation, and I'm every time we're faced with it again, I'm just really upset. I have so many questions about the mechanics of it. I also just don't want to know about it. You don't want to know. No. So they're going through the the entryway to Centaur Land, and Solon jumps with the tree is to, to like ambush them. Like, oh my god. And Zena's so proud. Yeah. She's pretending to be I'm mad, but she's yeah. not. Yeah. Proud mom face. Natural. <laughs> and Gabriel's like, oh, my adopted child is so talented in his <laughs> ambushing skills. What do you think? I got a staff, just like yours. And he's got a staff, and she's like, oh my god, oh, that's so Hi. cute. <laughs> they have similar hair, too. So yeah. Awkward you know, we braids and bangs. <laughs> How is this child so blonde? Neither of his parents are blonde. I don't know. Maybe like there's a blonde back in the in the lineage somewhere. <laughs> It's been a long time. 
there's twins in my family. Which is why I partially why I never want to have kids because my fucking luck I'd have twins and I'd be stuck with two children at the same time. This treaty, it could be the start of reuniting this entire nation. Why were they? Why were they broken up again? Why was this entire nation broken up? Horse discourse. I can never remember these things, but I know there was strife for a long time. Yeah. Oh, he said hope. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, Gabriel's face did a thing when he said hope. Oh, no. Foreshadowing. Oh, my God. <laughs> and now she's going to race Solon. And she cheated. Good job, Gabriel. She would. Yeah, she would. Galapis, you should know that nothing's changed. I didn't come back here to claim Solon. And besides, you're more a father to him than if he was really yours. I mean, God, this must be so hard for her. Like, he doesn't even know she's his mom. Yeah. And she's brought him here for his own safety, but, you know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, oh, here we go. Oh, who is this weird-looking little demon child? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She looks like a demonic Cabbage Patch doll. That is, like, truly very accurate. (laughs) (laughs) So Hope has chucked a ball down the ravine, and, uh, oh, the ground is opening. Oh, no, what's this? Oh, and there's fire. Who could it be? (laughs) Could it be Callisto? Maybe. She's passed out from the force of the fire. Yeah. She'll be fine, though. She'll be fine. And this is how you make an entrance. You crack open the earth, jump out of flames, and do a lovely stretch. Like you've just had a cat nap. <laughs> I'm, like, mesmerized by her abs in this whole sequence. Oh, yeah, no. Callisto is in remarkable shape for someone who's been imprisoned in, in flames for several months. Child. A child. <laughs> a child. <laughs> A really creepy one. <laughs> the way she says, I always wanted a child, sounds like, it's like, I always wanted to eat one of these. <laughs> it's interesting, because Kalista was the one who eventually impregnates Xena with her- that, I love that this phrase we can actually say. I know, with like her spirit baby or whatever the hell it is, I don't know. I, I don't know. Ghost, ghost dick? I don't know. So maybe Kalisto always kind of did want a child and she's well, just called too fucked instincts up. And, yeah. yeah. But maybe, maybe this is um, leftover trauma. You know, her family was killed, she had nobody, and now she wants a kid, so she has a family. Mm-hmm. Even if the family is messed up and psychotic. Yeah. yeah. Hey, it's still a family. Yeah. <laughs> just a bit murdery. Most families are messed up and psychotic when you get down to it. Well, hopefully not murdery. <laughs> I mean, you would hope so. Oh, Solon's been grabbed. And oh my god, it's Ephany. And Gabrielle looks horrified, but also like, oh my god, my friend's here. It must have really hurt to birth that horse baby. Oh god. <laughs> how do you, how, how does a, how, I have, no, I have too many questions. I, how does your badge recover from that? That's six appendages. Like, did they have C-sections back then? Zena probably invented it. <laughs> that is a terrible wig. Oh my god, it literally looks like like cleaning supplies. Why do all the boys in this village have why mullets? Go play? I mean, it's it. Why why wouldn't they? I do really love Effany, even though she has questionable questionable taste in husbands. <laughs> yeah, I love this. <laughs> Gabrielle's crying and <laughs> like, oh, what's wrong? Oh, there's many things. <laughs> So I have a question. Why is always like the like the click 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 drum noise the sign of someone who is completely nuts in TV shows? <laughs> Good question. Like the like the high the floor toms and like the little 
rattly things. <laughs> it is effective. It's very effective, but you, and it's very clear to know that that person is unhinged as she's setting fire to the totems. Maybe because it feels uneasy and... Yeah. I mean, look at her. Yeah, she yeah. looks a little... Looks a little Carrie-ish. Just the way she moves. It's like Carrie when she's at prom. Yeah. I kind of enjoy the crazy, like it's hot crazy. I oh. like it. <laughs> I mean, everybody thinks Kalisto's hot. <laughs> Stop calling her Bodicea, fucking grave. <laughs> While we were there. I love this. While we were there. <laughs> I got into a very, I got a very bad situation. Title of Gabrielle's memoirs. <laughs> but I also, when she says this, it makes me think that, you know, she says that with this sort of a hushed tone that people still talk about, like, you know, being pregnant when they didn't mean to and stuff yeah, like that. It's such, it's such like a... That's what she was. What would you say? Like, it's such a, such a sh- source of shame for people yeah. still. Because it's like, oh, it's this woman who did something Oh yeah, what's that means? Like, you're wrong. you're a loose woman, you have loose morals, yeah. you're a slut. Oh my god, you're sleeping around, you weren't, but like... Yeah, okay. But, so Gabrielle's telling Ephany, like, she had the kid and then she lost the kid, but not really. Also, way to gloss over being raped by a demon. Yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> I want the group responsible for this. It wasn't a group. So Kalisto has a barbecue with no the guards. No Nothing's been disturbed. Could be a god. Could be a god. Could be Kalisto. I don't think Ares is going to no, bother him himself over the street. No, it He's isn't, Ar- it isn't Ares style. Yeah. Ares actually isn't even enough for Should that kind no. of random violence. No. no. Nor is he narcissistic no. enough, I don't think. No. Like, he sucks, but... Yeah. Don't forget Lucas. Well, that this it's little demon thing. Oh, it's a wolf, isn't it? Uh-huh. <laughs> By Santicles. Zena gave me a wooden lamb last winter solstice. I gave it to help. Foreshadowing. When you get some rest, I will. I'm so glad that Danielle Cormack like really went places after this, because honestly, she was like the best. Yeah. Um, like true random guest star that they had on the show. I think Alexander Tidings was pretty good too. Yeah, Ephany is yeah. less frequent though. She doesn't appear as often. True, true, yeah. Whoever you are, I know you're there. So come out. Gabriel's gonna beat the shit out of somebody who's hiding, yeah. and it's obviously a child. <laughs> Did they seriously just take a broom and iron it for this kid's wig? Like, it is bad. Even by Xena standards, it's bad. It's bad. I, I'm not gonna hurt you. This kid looks like she's just wearing like fancy Uggs. What's your name? Fela. Are you Xena, the warrior princess? No, but I'm married no, to her. I'm, <laughs> I'm Gabrielle. Xena's a friend of mine. Friend. This gal pals. Maybe I can help you. Just hey, a casual friend. It's a casual friend. The monster lady made me promise. Monster Lady? She said she'd hurt me if I told her I feel like Gabrielle should immediately know who Monster Lady means at this point. <laughs> I mean, it you could... should look confused. It could be other people. You know, there's Alti. Oh, that's true. But I sensed they, it earlier, but how could she... I sensed it earlier. <laughs> they have some kind of, like, psychic connection or something. I love it. Maybe she heard the, maybe she heard the drums. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe she heard that floor tom. <laughs> 
That's a loaded statement because for Zena, there's a lot of secrets. And does that mean she's gonna, you know, I know we, we know how it ends, but like, I'm sure Zena's like, does she mean she's gonna actually kill something or she's gonna taunt it, you know, taunt me with it forever? Kalista knows about Solon. But how? Because she's Kalista. Freedom must have told her. But who that is or how they know? Doesn't matter. Bottom line is protecting Solon. What about hiding Solon in the Ixian caves? Should be safe there. So they're gonna hide him. Maybe we should take Vela too. How about it, Vela? Oof. It's really. Gabrielle's determination to believe in this child is so upsetting. Yep. Like she's been and I mean, it must not feel good to know that your child has not one ounce of actual humanity in her whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one thing if, like, it's, when you see parents of, of murderers and stuff, like, oh, you know, uh, he was such a nice kid, I don't know what happened, I, why, why is he like that? Yeah, okay. It's your kid, but, like, clearly you have something wrong with you because you're saying, like, you're still saying, oh, he's such a nice boy. Like... No. <laughs> Why do you do this? And yeah, it's gotta be fucking brutal. Because like there's evil, and then there's this. Anyway, she's Hope is saying that she's basically Dayhawk wants to crush Zena's very soul. Why exactly is Dayhawk so fixated on Zena? I don't know. Maybe it's because Gabrielle was supposed to be like the catalyst of him taking over the world and unleashing his darkness and then Xena stopped it? I don't know. But she didn't though, because Hope's still alive. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he like, clearly he's he's a very busy god, maybe he just hasn't got the newsletter. I don't know, and she was saying, as she goes, so goes the world, so I, I guess Xena has so much power that if she's gone, the world falls into chaos. That's Probably? what they're indicating? I don't know. We don't really want to question a lot of the logic of this show. <laughs> I do, though. I know, and we shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, but then we wouldn't have a podcast. It's true. This is true. <laughs> you are a parent, and your child is in danger. That is the scariest feeling in all the world. You're saying he's scared. I'm saying he loves you. She's me. saying she's scared. <laughs> I know you might not understand the reason you have to trust that someone who loves you that much is only trying to do what's I wonder if there's like a fleeting right? thought in his head of like, wow, Zena's really invested in me and is <laughs> acting like a mom. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Who does he think she is exactly? Just like a friend? Uh, remember, around. it was initially that he was—he thought that she killed Barias, like, he, and he knew Barias oh, was his yes, dad. Oh yes, yes, yes. And then I think they kind of they kind of clarified that, but she didn't tell him that she was his mom. Yeah, didn't reveal the whole they boned and then you were the product. They fucked on a horse. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so Gabrielle ran into Hope, and she dropped the sheep. Literally every single thing she says is like designed just to drive Gabrielle like yeah. crazy. Yeah. I love this little Moses moment <laughs> that Gabrielle had. Put her in the basket. But also like you have to kind of realize that you fucked up, Gabrielle. Like you fucked up real bad because this kid was like what? Like a few months ago was an infant and now it's like what, twelve? Yeah, why is she not even questioning this? Shock? I guess. No. But like, it, you have a no, demon baby. You literally birthed a demon baby. It's literally a demon baby. Yeah. 
Gabrielle is dumbfounded. Look, um, there's something that I have to do here. So <laughs> She's handling it well. Okay. I want you to wait in my hut till I get back. But it is so in line with Gabrielle's character. She's yeah. always trying to see the best in everybody. Yeah. No, it's she's gonna, it's gonna be even stronger with her being her daughter and everything like that. Of course, her desire to see that is gonna be even oh, 100%. stronger. But I also, like, I have to kind of wonder how deep the well of denial goes with her, because it's been a few months, the kid's, you know, a teenager, and she's still, like, there's hope for this, you know, she could be good, she could be, I'm like, your kid is a demon, like, she grew up, it's weird, it's fucked up, and you're still like, this is fine. (laughs) Like, question this stuff. And I understand wanting to see good and stuff, and I understand wanting to see smell burning. And of course, again, the entrance. This is amazing. Set fire to everything and jump out of flames. Kalista would be a good drag queen. Amazing. Liabilities would be an issue, but still. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with Gabrielle, it's just like, at a certain point, you have to just fucking acknowledge this shit. Like, you can't just keep going on with, she's my child, I'll, my, I'm in there. Like, no, it's, you, it's a demon. And I mean, she does. She kills her at the end of the episode. Yeah. Which... By the way, wow, she literally has to abandon her twice and the second time she actually has to kill her by her own yeah. hand. Wow. Wow. Hey, uh, going for the, the the happy endings here, Zena. <laughs> it's brutal. Yeah. Well, that's for me to know and you to find out. But I didn't come here to talk about me. I came to meet your precious little son. Stolen, isn't it? Flesh of your flesh. Bone of your bone. Bone. Blood of your blood. Can't wait Everything she her. says sounds so erotic. Everything sounds so sexual. <laughs> and I'm like, you're talking about her child. Yeah, I'm like this is a little creepy. Just maybe, a little creepy maybe, weird. Maybe make the delivery slightly <laughs> not that. Yeah, maybe maybe ease up on the sex voice, Kalisto. <laughs> it does add to the whole, you know, Kalisto is a maniac. Yeah, oh, it definitely does. Honestly, the way she plays it this episode, I think this is probably my one of my favorite Kalisto episodes, if not my absolute favorite. Oh, she's great. She plays it so well. Anti-Kalisto. Love it. Love it. Love it. Everybody always has that one crazy relative, you know. <laughs> oh, and it's Gabrielle. <laughs> she's like, ah, fuck, I should have known. She's like, that one, Jesus. Zena's like, clever you. Zena's like, yeah, I foiled your plan, bitch. Pulling me with the old bait and switch. Zena looks suspicious. <laughs> She's handling this well. What's going on? Can't be two laces at the same time now, can I? I love the face. Oh, can I? Oh, maybe I could. She's such a shit. <laughs> she's such a little shit. I love it. <laughs> and I appreciate that she's a god too now, or a godlike now, because mm. like it's it's immortal crazy. Yeah, she which is like the, the best kind of crazy. She at the very um, least has godlike powers. Yeah. I thought I told you to wait back there. Ooh, rats. Oh god, bleh, bleh, tail, but. So Clypus is in a cave, looking for Solon. Get, uh, yeah, guess who? Not Solon. <laughs> like the I'm, left lighting on the kid. I'm sorry, that child does not look anything less than murderous. This is 100% Carrie. She did like the foop, and then stuff is flying around. This is full on Carrie. I love it. Like if a child were looking at me like that, I'd be like, oh shit, I'm gonna die. And he does die, so. Yeah, well, she just stabbed him the sword with her mind. Catch up, Gabrielle. Gabrielle, Jesus, get on us. Uh, 
Do you think that Gabrielle maybe knows and is trying to play dumb and like to, you know, try and save hope again? Possibly. Just the blind, blind trust in her own abilities as a person who's good to be like, I'm gonna fix this demon. No, you're not a fucking exorcist. You can't do this. <laughs> Gabrielle, I think, is finally caught on. What? I can't hear you. Sort of. Sort She's of. still defending her. Yeah, but she will. It's Gabrielle. Yeah. Raise him. Raise him. Oh, poor Zena. There's a lot going on for them. This is this is a like a heavy. It's really heavy. It's really heavy. This is actually hard to watch this episode. Yeah. Also. Lucy and Renee's acting is very good in this episode. Yes. I do kind of sometimes wonder why stuff like this was never really nominated for major awards. Like, costuming, not great. But, like, some of the writing and some of the acting was actually quite good. Like, Lucy and Renee's performance in this, like you said, is incredible. It is. It's still overall, like, what could be seen as kind of a silly show, though. So, I mean... I kind of get it, but... I get it, yeah, but, you know, I'm, I, that's, I know it's never going to change because Hollywood's Hollywood, but it would be nice to see, like, even campy shows get their due and mm-hmm. get their acknowledgement of it's still a real show, it's still a good show, and the acting is still good on it. And it's hard to play camp. It is. It's hard to play camp, it's hard to have... You can't really learn comedic timing. You have to have the, the skills and the ability to read it and play it the way it's supposed to be. And look, I mean, like I said at, at our podcast fest taping, it's 2019 and we're, we still are sitting here talking about this show. We still have a podcast dedicated to it because obviously it's left a lasting impact and it's not just because, you know, oh, it's gay, lol, because a lot of things are. And yeah. it, I mean, certainly there's that nostalgic aspect, but it, it left more of an impact in just generally than that too. Yeah. You know? It was very much of its time. It's very much a 90s show and fits within that, like that, you know, that bubble of funny, campy 90s TV, like Buffy, this, Hercules, Sinbad, that kind of stuff. You know, even Star Trek to an extent, but the characters were just really good too. Like these are some well-developed, developed. Yeah, characters. they're really nuanced. They're really developed well. They, you know, they have good arcs. They have good growth. Oh. Even What's some of the villains have nuance. I mean, Callisto does even. Yeah, I think honestly, I think Callisto. In every show I've watched, I think she is still one of the coolest villains. Mm-hmm. Because yes, it's a revenge story. And yes, she's nuts, and she's on a, a murderous rampage, but, like, no. <laughs> there's depth to her murderous rampages, which is not a sentence I ever thought I would say. Oh, yeah, and she gets to be sort of reverted to the Kalisto she would have been if she, if Zena hadn't killed her family when she becomes the angel and everything yeah. like that, so... You know what that is? Growth. Growth. <laughs> I think I, I, I don't want to compare this to Parks and Rec because it's not even the same thing. But Jerry in Parks and Rec, the long con of him being the joke and shit on forever. And then he becomes mayor and like the longest best mayor of Pawnee. And everyone loves him. And everybody fucking loves him. I look at Kalisto with all of this stuff and her... her. I must say redemption arc because it's not... No, it's not exactly a redemption she's arc. She's on a similar path as Xena where she's out to change things and get... get make things right in her mind it's just making things right in her mind in this state is uh involves a lot of murder very destructive (laughs) but then in the end after all of this this pain and suffering and sorrow and 
bullshit. She gets the life she could have had. You're mm-hmm. right. I mean, she's kind of dead. Yeah, but, but she's <laughs> immortal, and she can just yeah. live the nice life forever. Yeah. Where have you been? Gabrielle, this, your kid is almost as tall as you. This is, you, you should be worried. I have this power. Oh, here we go. To move things. Oh, all right there, Carrie. I don't know why. Because you're a demon. She says it's because I'm evil. It's because you're evil. It is because you're evil. You are evil. You are a demon child. That is a lie. No, that's not, no, that's true. Again, nice I'm job, Renee, evil. in this scene. Oh, yeah. Never believe that. You are evil, though. My mother thought so. No, your mother's wife she thought so. <laughs> She was trying to save your life. You weren't there. You don't know. I do. Poor Gabrielle. Poor Gabrielle. I feel bad for her, but I'm also and like, holy fuck. You gotta realize <laughs> how much you fucked up. In it, I had to watch you be killed. Now I had no choice. I loved you. You, you loved me. I don't, I don't understand the maternal instincts thing, like they don't have children. But I, I, I guess it's a thing where you actually have the kid and it pops out. It's like instant, like, oh, this is mine. I love it. Yeah. Generally, yeah. anyway, that's how it's supposed to work. Yeah. Okay. I know. I saw when I saw Seamus, I was like, oh, look at this little kid with the suit. I want him. Yeah. Same thing? Similar? <laughs> uh, I mean, people with children would probably argue that it's not the same, but, you know. <laughs> Don't me. at me. I'm not going to have children for a variety of reasons. <laughs> She just doesn't understand. Okay, Zena does understand, yeah, though. That's the that problem. But you can't fight your dark side. No, no. No, because Zena is not literally a demon. Yeah, Zena is not of the darkness. Like, she's a demon child. Dayhawk is, like, the god of the dark. Like, fuck. His whole thing was, like, turning the world in, like, darkness and evil, blood. No, like, that's his... <laughs> that's his, that's his that's M.O. That's literally his That's M.O. literally what he wants to do. Literally darkness. <laughs> Fuck everything up. That's yeah. what he wants to do. That's like a, why is the idea always, of a good time for him. Why is it always the thing? Like, I'm going to take the world and ruin it. Why? Why? Like, why? How is this even benefiting you? I don't like, know. Does it, do you keep making it worse as it goes? Like, once you've ruined the world, where do you kind of go from there? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like Kalisto. And they kind of touch on this in the in this episode where she, you know, does the worst thing she could do to Xena and then feels nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if are there are any demons listening, um, let us know. When, you, when you've when ruined the world, um, what's your next plan? I'm just curious. Uh, so we left that scene with uh, Hope and Solon. Xena looks horrified. Full-on fucking horrified. Like she's going to go break everything. Like she can hardly breathe. Yeah. And I love the way, the measured way she says that. What'd she say? What makes you think you can trust this child? Yeah. And you can just, you can hear the rage and she's just like, she's figured it out too. She's like, motherfucker. Exactly. Kalista wouldn't tell her anything she didn't want us to hear. The child's probably a pawn or worse. A worse is the accurate. not true. Zena, you were always so quick to blame her, weren't you? I love this. She's not evil. She's not. Yeah, she is. <laughs> also, wow! Like Lucy's, Lucy's eyes look particularly blue in this episode. Yeah, the lighting, like the, the lighting for this is so good. The way I think it's actually for all of them. Like Hudson's eyes are like really pronounced, and I think they lit it a certain way to really accentuate 
the humanity and and she's use that. Because like your eyes do infl like when you when you're you know when you're all ragey. No, she's not. When you're all ragey or sad, like your eyes do show it. Yeah. So this is quite good. I don't think she's the victim here. No. Oh, you just admitted to killing Zena's kid. Lucy's teeth are really nice. She has a really nice smile. <laughs> Even when she's snarling at people. Yeah, she's just beautiful. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Gabrielle basically just said, I sent my kid to kill your kid, and Xena so, has just found him. So and this this has to be... I don't even know. Because she actually finally said, yes, you can come with us and travel. And she was going to, like, have her family. And, and tell him. Tell him and... Make amends, and, and he's dead. He's very dead. He's real dead. And the love of her life is... Is the reason for it. Yep. Like, honestly, how could you... Double betrayal, because yeah. she thought the hope was dead. Gabrielle lied. Gabrielle sent hope to kill to Solon, and yeah, it's... Gabrielle, how do you think she would possibly want to see you right now? Yeah, I, you, you have to leave. You cannot be here. This is, like, the worst place for you to be. Like, I know that Xena fucked up when she didn't tell Gabrielle yes. about the green dragon, but wow, this is worse. <laughs> this is worse, because the green dragon wasn't an actual fucking demon. He was just a shitty dude. He <laughs> was just, like, a, a really shitty man. Well, and her actions led to the death of a really shitty guy, and Gabrielle's actions led to the death of her child. Xena's very innocent child. Yeah. Like, Cleese looks she's turned on by the screams. She is, isn't she? Yeah, Cleese just... like, I'm wet. Cleese <laughs> has got a scream kink. <laughs> she's got a misery kink. Misery kink. Ephany's <laughs> trying to get through to Xena. Xena, please. Zeta's not doing so well. Go away. Zena Callisto's coming. We need your help. That's a big ask right Go now. Away. Yep. That is a big ask. Take some balls yeah. to come in there. Well, she fucked a horse, so clearly she's... <laughs> oh my god. You know, she's she's brave. Uh, I also know she has, like, the little woman symbol on the hilt of her sword. No, oh, I didn't know. I yes. definitely just noticed that now. Of course now. she does. I of course mean, she does. Well, the, the Amazon's, Amazon's all yeah. about that, you know. Oh, Baby, horse. Baby horse. Baby horse. He looks very pony. Is it, what do you call, Okay, what do you call a baby centaur? Is it a pony? Of <laughs> <laughs> course, that's her, that's her name. That's her namesake. And namesake, she just yelled. Just, yeah. yeah. They could have really called the Xena in the terrible, no good, very bad day. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there is that, that phrase, like, no parent should bury their child. and Unless it's a demon. Gabrielle. Um, so, yeah, this, this is particularly... Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I, okay, Hope is a demon, deserves to be killed, gotten rid of, for sure. But, like, it's gotta suck to be Gabrielle, to have to do it. Oh my god, I mean, yeah. To have to do it herself. Yeah, and the kid's calling her mom now, like, that's... I thought I told you to wait in Columbus's hut. I know, but it was awful, I couldn't stay, I was scared. Why? What did you do? Interesting to watch how she plays it now. She's not as huggy and not... She's super tense. Yeah, tense and, and not as uh, connected. Are you saying that he was already dead when you entered the hut? I thought Kalista did it. She wants to believe her so She so badly. wants to believe her. Oh my god, Gabrielle. You're killing me. Not like you're going to kill your kid, though. Yeah. But I'm... 
my god, that was horrible. <laughs> yes, I know. I'm trying to make this a little bit light with black humor because this is so fucking hard to watch. This is like the most drawn out PMS that I'm having to deal with as oh, I watch this both times too. Oh, yeah. oh, I love this. How do you know his name was Solon? No, please, can we talk? That's never good. No. Yeah, so I hope uh, Fulon said his S- name. Solon's. Solon's name, and she didn't... She just said that, oh, you said that to me before, and Gabrielle's like, I fucking did not. Yeah, she knows She now. knows now. She's just like, okay, now I, I really gotta do this. She's like, wow, this kid has been manipulating me the whole way along. And she, and she seems so surprised. By the demon child. I know, but for Gabrielle. I know. I made notes in my phone when I watched this last week that said, Hope, no humanity, Gabrielle, all humanity. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's also why it's so hard for Gabrielle, because, she, like, literally, she has such a heart of gold. She, yep. like I said, she wants to see the best in everybody. She always tries to do the right thing, and then her daughter is literally the embodiment of evil. Yep. And uh, so Kalisto is doing the, the crazy walk through the village, and Xena shot her with an arrow. Xena looks completely and utterly murderous, which is a good look. So she got her revenge. Not looking so happy about it, though. Yeah, doesn't look thrilled about it. But maybe the end goal was literally just to make Xena suffer like she suffered. Because like you, you, you will not get over the death of your child, or it'll be something you always carry with you. I don't know, but she's literally like the the reason for Callisto existing right now, which is to make Xena miserable, is basically non-existent now. Yeah, it's true. And she doesn't even, she's not even feeling very triumphant. No. Which is <laughs> that she's just her- currently full of arrows too. Oh, I love the glowing eyes. This is some Thanos shit. I love it. So she's full of arrows, screams, and then all the arrows fly out of her and, and kill like everybody. And there's gunshot sounds. It, and then, yep, all the arrows just happen to hit every single person surrounding yeah. her. Well, I mean, she's got god powers. I'm sure she has aim. She probably, she probably did aim for it's it. It's the most ridiculous and glorious thing. Yeah. In, like, a show full of ridiculous action moves, like, this is really high up there. Yeah. Stupid fools. I'm doing you a favor. She's literally just indicated that she thinks killing people is doing them a favor, which really That's... tells you something about how she feels about life and, uh... I think, yeah. is that, like, is that, like, even worse than, like, nihilism? Like, that's this... <laughs> <laughs> pretty bleak. Yeah, and she indicates yeah, she that just, she like, wishes, wishes Xena could kill her. I mean, it, it has to be horrible and exhausting to live with this much trauma and pain and hardship from Xena killing your family. Yeah, not to excuse and then, uh, what no, she's doing. No, not to excuse it, but like, just to watch but then to watch Xena on her own personal redemption quest and be heralded as a savior and a hero mm-hmm. and all this kind of shit who has faced some of the consequences. And she's just over here kicking and screaming, basically. Yeah. Again, like I, I, we've said, like, you know, the show is... The tonal shifts are wild. And, you know, it's campy and stupid and funny, but, like, the actual 
story arcs and yeah. development and villain and villain development is so well done. And the dramatic shit hits you right in the gut. Yeah. Similarly, like, similarly with Legends, like, yeah, when, um, what's his face? The old guy died. No spoilers. That was two years ago. Okay, <laughs> fine. Fuck. <laughs> when he died, you know, it was a crisis episode. There were fucking, like, Nazis and all kinds of weird shit going on. I ugly sobbed for, like, 20 minutes. I'm not kidding. Like, so anyway, you, We watched it twice and you cried both times. I cried ugly sob both times. The first time, I didn't even know who the characters were. You were just, you were like sitting on the couch going, I don't know what's going on, but this looks so sad. They're and the friends. second time, I cried even more. Because you were invested. So here we have in the showdown in the caves. It's always in the cave. I love, I love the cave fights. <laughs> Nothing to me now. I feel like that's <laughs> entirely not true because I'm pretty sure Kalisto spends most of her immortal life fucking with Zeta <laughs> and like picking at her. But it is true because Go to she's done what she set out to do. Yeah. There's a lot happening. There's a lot going a on. A lot of flipping back this and is, forth. There's just so. There's a, okay, so Kalisto's firing lightning bolts. The children are in this cave. Zena's trying to fight Kalisto. For some reason, there's weird pillars in the cave. I mean, who knows? I don't know. Zena's like, oh shit, we gotta save the other people. Yep, Ephany's trying to save the kids. Rocks I'm, sure you are can put, I'm sure you can put a couple of kids on the horse kid. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, you can probably, like, saddle that one up and, and get it going. I mean, horses are nimble. Yeah, and they got four legs. Yeah. They can go fast. Oh my god, there's just so much slipping back and forth. Yeah. Like, it's wild. I would truly love to see the... Um, so, the, you know how they add the shaking effects in, like, later? The camera? Mm-hmm. So, all the wobbling back and forth is usually just the cast doing it. Yeah. I would love to see what this looks like before <laughs> the effects have been added, because I bet you it's hilarious. It probably is very hilarious, and also the wobbling is making me feel a bit dizzy because we're sitting very close yeah. to the TV. Oh, you let your pain kill you years ago. That's such a triumphant thing. That's I'm going to live with my pain. Yeah, that's a huge fuck you, and that's going to probably piss off Kalisto quite oh, a bit. Oh, it's going to. It's going to piss her yeah. off so much more. <laughs> like how Xena just like Supergirl flew out of the fucking cave. <laughs> Literally flew. Yeah. Because she's Xena and she can do that. Oh my god. Uh, so many explosions. Everybody's okay except for maybe Kalisto. Kalisto's probably in a little bit of pain. I mean, more, more than the emotional pain she's yeah. constantly in. Oh, here we go. More sadness. So the scene right now is a hand and a little flask. And Gabrielle is considering drinking from the flask. But she's clasping her dead daughter's hand, and then... She's not. Considering killing herself, and now she's not going to, but yeah. she really wants to. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, gonna, it's gonna be hard, even though your kid is a demon. And she just looks completely defeated. Yeah. And she's pouring out the rest of the poison. Maybe it's, maybe it's because, you know, don't do this to Xena, don't have Solon. Yeah. But the fact that she even considered it as, like, wow. Because <laughs> she's usually so optimistic. Yeah. This kind of shows, that to me, that, that Gabrielle is hit rock bottom a little bit. And now Xena and Gabrielle are gazing at each other sadly. I was going to say glaring at each other. <laughs> I wouldn't even call this glaring. Xena's glaring a little bit, but... That might just be your face. 
She just looks. Wait for Resting it. Resting warrior wait for face. It, wait for it. Devastated. <laughs> Resting warrior face. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think the fact that Gabrielle even considered it is is a new depth or a new low for her, where it's just like, I have done the unthinkable. By the way, Xena's usually the one singing over the pyre, and this time she's so sad she can't even do that, so Ephne is singing. Ephne's doing it. Although it may not be protocol to do it for your own kid. Maybe. And it, I love this the scene because they're not standing side by side, they're standing near each other. Yeah, they're together but apart. Yeah. Ephne's looking a little uh, unhappy. Yep. Gabrielle's crying. I mean, makes sense. Seeing this crying also makes sense. This is the worst. This is so bad. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I hate this. I hate it so much. If I had just done what you said. Yes. Yeah. You, you fucked up, Gabrielle. Yep, you fucked up. Yep. Come on, this is solid. No. Don't you? Oh my god, don't even speak his name. Fuck. Harsh. Oh. No. No, you lied to me. I trusted you and you lied to me. No, Solon is dead. Fucking give Lucy all the awards. In, like, retcon the awards in for this fuck. Yeah. This is amazing. My son is dead because of you. Oh my god. And the thing is, they have, because they do have such good chemistry, this, like, hits so much harder oh, yeah. than it could. Oh, hell yeah. God. Because they have good chemistry even when they're <laughs> being yeah. really upset at one another. I fucking hate this. I love you, Zena. Wrong time to say it, Gabrielle. This is, because that's going to drive home the betrayal so much more. But Zena looks even sadder here, so clearly she still loves her. But well, yeah, she's just yes, so clearly, yes. But this is not the time to say it. No, like, absolutely. For real, this no, is not the time to say of it. Of course not, but it's just Zena's face when she says that is, like, the worst thing in the world. It is, it is, because she loves her, but also, like, she literally said, my son's dead because of you, I love you. Now she's just crumpled. Yeah. Zena. But this is, but this is the thing, though, like, I love you, I did the worst fucking thing. It really is, like, a how could you sort of thing. Yeah, and... This is not the time to say that because, like, like again, it's just gonna drive home the betrayal. Yeah. And it's gonna drive home how fucking terrible this was. And as you pointed out when we watched this the first time, this is like the only time that they like walk off purposely separately yeah. in an episode. They're usually like half the episodes are like them like walking off together, like oh, arm and arm, or on the horse, or yeah. you know, walking somewhere, like bantering. or like yeah. There's usually like uh, some kind of togetherness at the end of the episode this is full on like yeah okay we're just gonna take a break everything is awful and we everything are... hurts and I'm dying yes <laughs> that, that could be our tagline for the, for the episode <laughs> everything hurts and I'm dying I think so yes <laughs> um yeah so this is yeah Zena Gabrielle's relationship was harmed during the production of this motion picture you I don't love fucking that. say I love it um so I think I think in my in my personal list of, of favorites, this is pretty high up there. I I mean it is because I am I'm, you're a masochist. A masochist when it comes to emotions and television, uh, at yes. least. Yep. How many times have you watched the last scene of Six Feet Under? A lot of times. <laughs> like just that scene, just that scene, so I can like cry hysterically over yep. and over again. Yep. Um, 
I think no, I think this is actually one of one of my favorites. Like it's 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 hard to watch. It's very sad, um, but it's it's so well done. It's very well done. The, the pacing is great. The lighting is great. The acting is incredible. It's truly one of the best put together episodes of the show. I think. Yeah, I think so. Is it on the? I can't find the, the box set. Is it on the the fan favorite anniversary thing? I can't remember. Probably not though, because it's so painful. Which is funny because. Just to kind of get fandom nerdy for a second. Hope you don't mind, babe. No. Um, one thing I've noticed, uh, I've been I've, I've been involved with fandom since I was a, a kid. Um, like nerds, like nerd groups in the school, um, and then with online fandoms, I was part of Buffy fandoms online, like mailing lists, news groups, everything. I'm kind of aging myself by saying news groups. And one thing I've noticed within the last, I'd say probably seven years ish is there's this real boner for angst. People fucking love angst. And I mean, I... True, I do... I always have, too, as well. Um, I like it, too, but also, like, there's... There's... there's. I'm thinking specifically of Sanvers, Supercorp, and Carmilla. The angst boner those fandoms sometimes have, I'm like, can we just not? Like, I stopped reading a lot of fan fiction because so much of it is just, like, angst, 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 slow burn, angst, angsty slow burn. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't fucking care. I, the shows are sometimes hard enough to watch because of canon. Fan fiction for me is to like, I see your canon, I will make it better. <laughs> yeah. I just really like feeling things. So, um, that's, so, whether that's That is the most accurate statement I have ever heard you say. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the anniversary collection now, which is like fan selected best episodes. Yeah. Actually, it is full of fucking angst. Oh, okay. So, uh, The Bittersweet is on there. Yeah. Uh, one, one Against an Army. That's not angsty. That's cute. It's angsty and cute. She almost How dies. How is it angsty? Ides of March. Oh, super fuck. Painful. That's super painful, yeah. Fallen Angel. What's that one? Uh, isn't that the one where they're dead and then... Oh, shit, that one. We should watch some of these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should watch The Gift I Bought You when we started dating ten years ago. <laughs> and... Motherhood, which is the one where Zena chakrams Gabrielle in the head, and I hate that one. Oh God, so we're gonna. Much. I'm not gonna talk about that extensively yet, though. I want to do that in the next episode, so I'm just gonna stop now. But I hate it. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I, but here's the thing, though. Like this is, and I've said this so many times. I'm sure on this podcast, Zena angst is different. It's angst for the sake of bettering the the chemi- the couple. I was gonna say it. They're a couple, whatever. That angst, it's it well done, and it serves the story and the show and the couple with fan fiction now there's so much like angst and strife and blah and like when carmilla was happening the fandom was just like make it bad when i heard oh my god i'm like no the world is shitty enough mm-hmm. i want to see happy gays on tv for once in my fucking life i mean that's why we did imagine me and you because we love that movie because it is just imagine me and you nice. saving face but i'm a cheerleader yeah like fuck <laughs> Yes, there's angsty parts of them. There's there is a bit of conflict. There is a bit of hardship the characters face, but in the end, it works and it goes to a good place. Yeah. Why can't we just have happy gays? Why are so many gays so against happy gays? <laughs> Please let me just have my happy gays who are in love and have sex. That's all I want in my life. <laughs> That's literally all I want. Happy gays having sex and being in love. <laughs> Not necessarily even being in love, just happy gays somewhere together. Let me fucking have that. <laughs> I'm so tired of angst. 
<laughs> you know the you know the, the no capes from the Incredibles. Mm. I literally have a picture of her that I've used in paint where it says no angst, and I just kept posting that to <laughs> <laughs> my anonymous asks on my Camilla blog. I was like, no angst, no angst, fuck off, you fuck off, you fuck off too. I'm angst o- be gone, spray. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with angst as long as it isn't like the main thing. I want at more. I want even more happiness to balance out the angst. And this I is this is. That. I mean, actually, we said this on the, at the live episode. I think briefly, like Zine and Gabrielle face a lot of shit. This is angsty as fuck, but they come out of it better and stronger mm-hmm. and and good. And I'm hoping to bring it back to Supercorp like we started, I'm hoping that with all of the bullshit going on now with Supercorp, not necessarily a romance, because I don't think they, they can actually go there. I don't think they can fuck with canon that much to make Supercorp a thing. And again, you know, they're scared too. Probably. Yeah, probably scared too. Um, um, but, I mean, give the gays what we want. We'll be loyal forever, FYI. But, I mean, with Supercorp, I think that with all the angst, 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 if they're doing it well... They'll come through the angst, to use the phrase, stronger together. God, I hope so. What is El Mayara or something like that? There's the Kryptonian phrase, stronger together? Mm. That's, what I'm, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Like they'll, hopefully they'll come through it stronger than they were. Because they've had the betrayal, but they've also rebuilt... I'm getting emotional. <laughs> <laughs> they'll rebuild the trust. And it looks like, for all the crisis stuff, it kind of looks like Lena is involved a little bit. Okay. Angst for a reason, good. Angst for the pain. Jordan Hall. Um, angst for no reason and pain. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that's Maternal Instincts. We've talked for a long time. So thank you to everybody who came to the podcast festival to see us. That was awesome. Um, also, the lovely lady who wore the old school, authentic 90s Xena t-shirt. That was wicked. Warmed my heart. Loved it. So yeah. great. I wish I got a photo with you. That was so cool. Um, thank you to our local listeners who showed up. Nice to meet all of our new friends. Um, oh, we should give a shout out to Uncomfortable Pod because Deb is super mm-hmm. cool. There's a really lovely uh, lady we met at the podcast festival named Deb. Uh, her podcast is The Uncomfortable Podcast and it's very cool. It's talking about like uncomfortable topics. <laughs> and um, I admittedly haven't listened to it yet, but she was awesome. And I've I... listened to it. She's great. Okay. Yeah, no, listen, listen to that. It's super cool. Um, and that's what they said. Those two, those two hosts are super nice. Um, and yeah, Hannah McGregor was the moderator for the panel I was on. She was fantastic. Um, thank you, Andrea Warner, for sitting front row at our live taping. Your laugh made my day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was much easier for me to do the taping with you sitting in the front yeah, row. Yeah, Andrea, so. your support was fantastic. Um, Lisa, I know you wanted to stay, but you were sick. I understand. <laughs> um, we also have to have you guys on to do a musical episode with us, because that'll mm-hmm. be hilarious. Um, thank you as always to Grace for our logo, Big Mama Llama Five, Twitter, Tumblr, Redbubble. Oh, if you like Supercorp, go follow her. She's got some wicked stuff. A lot of a lot of smut, a lot of porn. It's great. And art, yeah. Supercorp smut art, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can email us wbbpodcast one at gmail, uh, Twitter wbb underscore podcast, same as Instagram. I've been using Instagram a lot more lately to like post like gay shit and the cat all the time. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. Um, the next episode is the bittersweet. We have to kind of work out with Jamie when she's able to come over to do the episode with us. Should be soon, though. Should be soon. Um, if we can't do the bittersweet as the next episode, I think next time we should do Captain Marvel. Yes. Okay. So it's either going to be the bittersweet or Captain Marvel next time, which is just going to be me lying on the floor screaming. It'll be more than that. It'll or mostly else be people that. people won't listen to us. Okay. Okay. Mostly me screaming with you doing uh-huh. intelligent commentary. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.